After helping a timber gather iron for its evolution, the trainers ventured into the crystal caverns to continue their gym challenge. They climbed a gigantic stalagmite, a mountain within a mountain, with the help of their Pokémon, until they exited to a clearing high amid the peaks. Contrasted by the darkness of the caves, the trainers were nearly blinded by the sun as they came across the end of a battle between two Jangmoo, surrounded by others of their kind, and three Hakmoo, making a clangorous noise. One of the Jangmoo had dominated the fight, and the fate of the other was in the hands of the Hakmoo and our heroes. With a split vote, the Hakmoo voting to cast the losing Jangmoo off the side of the mountain, and the trainers voting to spare it, a terrifying presence joined the arena. The unfettered, a Komoo, the archetype of freedom and suffering, slammed into the arena, proposing a way to break the tie. The trainers could face the three Hakmoo, or they could battle the unfettered. If they battled the unfettered, it will have more of a role to play in the events to come. More suffering, but more freedom. If they deny the challenge of the unfettered, less suffering, but less freedom. With stakes as high as they have ever been, the trainers decided to accept the challenge of the unfettered. Do the trainers have what it takes to take down an archetype? Will the unfettered make our trainers suffer, or will the Jangmoo be set free? Get ready for this intense battle today on Pokemon Rollout! Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master, and you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie. I don't. I, nothing. I got nothing today. Fine. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you, Paul. I know, I know. I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus. I've fallen and I can't get up and sneeze. And I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana the Sass is Strong with this one, Shadow Garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I know we're not going to redo it, but i got to think of something better. All right. Uh, just share, it, share it later in the, in the whole thing. <laughs> Whenever you think of it, just blurt it out. <laughs> Some very dramatic moment is going on, and Paul just shouts something <laughs> random. <laughs> Happen. Not Great. too far well, from what, what usually happens, but... <laughs> True. <laughs> Business as usual. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, one oh, last the Math Our trainer. Paul Shiny Math Rocks uh, Pine. There we go. Uh, All right. <laughs> Paul Shiny Math Rocks Pine. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yep. Let's, let's play this game. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, when last we left the trainers, they had elected, or you guys had elected to fight uh, the archetype of freedom and suffering. Oof. And so he had just jumped down to face you. What Pokemon are you releasing for this battle? Because trust me, you're not going to want to waste time releasing them. Okay. We're fighting um, a Komo-O, right? Yeah, Komo-O. Uh, also, Archie mentioned that there was at least one aura active on the Kamoro, so it's got some fun stuff. Um, man. I mean, Katana doesn't want any part of this battle. <laughs> uh, Kadabra, uh, uh, Nilly the Kadabra, maybe. So, uh, j just so I understand this, do I 
do I glean anything from like my earlier Pokemon Ed checks and if I have to reroll I can do that too but is this like a normal Pokemon battle so that we're allowed to use our entire team or is it like we've just got one Pokemon as challenger and then you know we're done this is the archetype of freedom. Restrictions don't come into play. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. That, that, uh... On either side. I, I, okay. <laughs> Charlie's gonna lead with... And this is, I mean, the reason that he he brought this uh, Pokemon with here is for situations just like this. Uh, go out and giggles! My Yamaha. And, uh... Professor Sneeze um, says, "You've been gearing up for a challenge like this, so let's let's take this as our moment to shine. Come on out, boss!" And I send out Boss the Primate. All good Pokemon suck. <laughs> In this, <laughs> all right then. In this fight, none of them are good. <laughs> I mean, I love them dearly, but they—they're oh, this is not good. <laughs> Uh, don't you? I want. It's not meh. It's what? What's the? What is your waltz called? Faye, Ralts but is... I don't have her in my team. Oh no! I know. <laughs> she would have you been perfect. You don't have any fairy what? or ice or you, you, I you mean, didn't psychic. I didn't Jack, but he's You didn't a bring baby. a psychic fairy Pokemon to a dragon fighting gym. <laughs> Victoria has icy wind as well. Shut up. And Victoria will will resist the uh, the fighting attacks at least. Any 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 flying Pokemon. Flying would be good. Or dragon. Because uh, just just make sure uh, if I'm if I'm correct, you have Grunge, Spicy, Trigger, Jack, Me, mm -hmm. and Victoria on your team. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what's who's Jack? Jack, Jack is, is a, a snover, but he's only level oh, okay. 16, so he's... No. <laughs> Ooh. Yeesh. Because, see, like, my whole thought process was I was going to train up some of the Pokemon that would have been good for... No, it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. So now I just have useless Pokemon. <laughs> you're, 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 you're the person who, who, uh, who are here's... Ice types are good against this this Pokemon in this gym, so you you bring whatever ice type you find in your box. <laughs> well, yeah, I. Oh man. Uh, There's right. just we'll, some we'll, babies we'll that aren't gonna get used. <laughs> Jack is one of them. A <laughs> uh, quick question on digestion buffs: Do those have to happen on your turn? Uh, trading them in, um, I believe they are, uh, they, they have triggers for when they can be traded in, so, uh, yes. In general, unless they say that there's, like, a trigger for them to be traded in, yes. It'd be on okay. your turn. Alright, noted. I'm gonna release Victoria, I guess. <laughs> okay, so it's Victoria that is out. So much confidence in your, your prize-winning Pokemon here. <laughs> <laughs> She's fantastic, but just not for this. I feel. Well, let, let, let's let, let's see what we got. Let's okay. Set the stage, Nick. So, uh, battle begins, and the unfettered, the archetype of freedom and suffering, goes first. It is kind of crouched down uh, from your earlier Pokemon education. I'd say, uh, Professor Denise, you could tell it's heavily wounded, but it seems to be almost tougher. Than, if it, than what it would be if it was he. Oh. And so it crouches down and then rushes forward and goes straight for Giggles with a Sky Uppercut. Mm. For Giggles, it hits with its Sky Uppercut. 
Alright. Does. Here comes the pain and the suffering. Ooh. 59 fighting physical damage. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so 55, uh, that would be neutral on a, uh, dark fairy type. Mm. Ooh, okay, but that's, defense is not giggles, uh, I, I did not invest anything in defense, <laughs> um, uh, on giggles, unfortunately. Uh, you said it was 59? Yes. So that's 55 damage, she takes two injuries. Ooh. Yep. Before that finishes resolving. No. Uh... She actually takes three injuries. She gains another cool. one because the unfettered activates his aura to use the Taskmaster skill Desperate Strike, and so uses applies the effects of Cruelty to the attack without expending Cruelty's frequency. And Cruelty's effects may be purchased as if the foe had additional injuries equal to the number of injuries on the user. So you have three injuries, so that means... Eight. First of all, using two injuries, Giggles cannot uh, gain hit points or temporary hit points from any source. Uh, this ends if the target is, is switched out or takes a breather. Huh. Um, and then Giggles loses eight more HP. Huh? Why? Because uh, you each had three injuries, so it costs two injuries to do that, no gaining hit points. And then it was one injury for two HP. Okay. She's... she's... Still alive? She's doing yes. okay? Um, and cruelty was not expended by that use. That's how Desperate Strike works. So it still has cruelty. Okay. Yep. Uh, but that is its turn. Uh, Charlie, what do you do? Oh, um, out of curiosity, is Giggles faster than me uh, with my juggler stuff? You are correct. Giggles, or... goes, for, Giggles goes before you. So what does Giggles okay. do? Uh, Giggles is going to... Um, uh, we're going to have her go ahead and use a Draining Kiss on this right away. I think that's going to be the best... Way to attack it. So, uh, giggles, uh, suck up some of that energy. Get, get, get that back here. Do a draining kiss. So she does with this. A seventeen. That should hit. That hits. Okay, good, good, good. And so I get to roll two d six plus twenty four. Ooh, max damage. Uh, so that's gonna be thirty six, uh, fairy special damage. Thirty six fairy special damage. Yes. You did zero very special damage. Uh, and so it goes up with a draining kiss and the scales just cover every area and just do not l allow that attack to get past. That's disgusting. That's a Kamoo. <laughs> You're a Kamoo. I am not. Try the one left. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now it is Charlie's turn. Alright. This may be a little bit early to break this uh, creativeness up, but I, I, we're going to need help with this. Um, so Charlie, thinking, uh, knowing that this is the uh, Charlie knows that this is the archetype of freedom, and what's the other one? Suffering. Suffering. All right. Uh, and Charlie knows this, right? Yes. Uh, Archie told that to all of you. Yeah. So Charlie takes one of the smartest Pokemon on his team, and he releases her. Uh, Nilly, we're going to need your help on this battle. Come on out. Do what you do best. So Charlie's gonna remain in control of the Giggles slot. Okay. And I'm gonna let Nilly attack on her own. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Hey, freedom, freedom. In in, in the vein of, of freedom, yes. 
Although I feel like this may just be end up more suffering. Than C, but we'll... uh, that that is what, what I will say. With that is due to in, in the essence of freedom, that this will work. I don't I don't like the way you're acquiescing to this. <laughs> but because you're not really seeing her as your as as the one under your control, she does not gain your juggling ability. Okay. So she doesn't go immediately. She doesn't go immediately, but her speed is still 18. So, yeah, uh, so she goes in order. Victoria goes first because Victoria's speed is also 18. So it'll be Victoria. Then I will use I, I will uh, use Nelly's attack because she's acting on her own. Yep. I'm gonna have Victoria use icy wind. Okay. I rolled an eight for accuracy. Eight. Uh, that just barely hits. Uh, 28 ice special. Okay. That did zero ice special damage, but uh, <laughs> it did drop the Kamo'o's speed one stage. So the Kamo'o is slowing down from the ice, but it's able to break through it, or able to kind of ignore the brunt of it. This thing has some insane defense and special defense. It's getting set up for that. But now it is Nilly's turn. And do you remember how you got Nilly? <gasps> uh, I remember. Yes, I got, I got Nilly... Um, uh, with a special Pokeball uh, from, uh, what was his name, Edward? Edward, I think? But anyways, he, he was uh, an abusive uh, Pokemon trainer that... Uh, yeah. uh, how, how would you say Nilly was doing under his care? Mm. She was... suffering. Oh no. Oh, okay. So uh, Nilly comes out and looks around, and the best reaction you can see is essentially panic on her. Oh no. But and causes her to essentially regress to where she was before. However, what that means is she just starts spamming Psyshock. Because that is the move she had that he basic that the old trainer basically forced her into having. Nilly's got some PTSD. So she spams Psyshock. Charlie, you notice that I'm gonna say you notice this just as straight up you notice it. Give me a command check because she's regressed enough that to basically be able to direct her. Otherwise, she's firing randomly. So it's a command check to, to uh, basically force her in the moment to remind her where she is. Alright, uh, the command check is an 8. 8. Yep. That is precisely what I was looking for, so it's exactly 8. So she is able no, to direct her attack towards okay. the unfettered. So uh, as, as I release her, I tell her, I say... Nilly, uh, you're you're okay. We're, we we got this, right? We need your help. Uh, we're attacking that the the Kamo'o there. You can do this. Uh, the blast, her Psyshock blast does go wide, um, shearing off a decent chunk of the mountain near you, mm-hmm. and so it comes kind of rocketing down, but it misses the unfettered in this attack. Boss is up. All right, boss, you've seen how tough this thing is. Let's focus our energy and get super pumped up. So boss is going to use focus energy. All right. And become pumped. Boss kind of looks back at you like, finally, a fight. (laughs) Yeah, sits and kind of like prepares himself for it. This is the calmest you've seen him because he's ready. (laughs) All right. Uh, Liliana, what do you do? Astonish. I don't care if he sees me or not. Okay. Well, he does see me, so I don't care. Oh, okay. Oh, I rolled a one. 
Okay. No. Patreon. I astonish myself. <laughs> Bumble Kingle. I know there's something on the list that says a Gyarados gets released, but I mean... <laughs> no, there isn't. Yeah, there is. Oh, really? I didn't see that yeah. one. The Gyarados is released. Huh? There's already a Gyarados out, so that'd be kind of weird. Released from <laughs> Liana's control? <laughs> <laughs> or released as in Into the Wild, the Pokeball breaks. No! He's gone forever. <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> Here is what is going to happen. Because uh, I'm going to go with not the same one. Not, not the Gyarados release, but one of those. Uh, you go to astonish him, and before you get there, a bolt of lightning lands in front of you. Doesn't hit you, but that bolt of lightning causes torrential rain to come down. It is now raining. Oh. The weather changes suddenly. You do miss, but the weather has changed. All right. Giggles. He already went, because... I went there, so Professor Sneeze, what do you do? I'll, I'll soften him up for you there, boss. Uh, and it's it's raining, so let's hit it with the, the weather ball. So I'm going to use weather ball. Power up those hair muscles and strike. Okay. First roll with my gunmetal die. 18. That is a solid hit. Yeah. Ooh, 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 I like it. All right, damage base is 10 now. 38 normal special. No, 38 water special. You did one water special then. <laughs> uh, so you go and blast the weather ball, and it looks like it's going to get hit again, but you notice one scale flick off and land on the ground. Aha, we chipped it. Everybody, it can take damage. <laughs> <laughs> looks up and over to you. I, I'm not scared of you. Sits for a second, and then uh, the unfettered, because it is its turn, lowers its head and charges straight at. It's gonna keep. It's gonna focus on giggles. That's a hit with headbutts. I'm sure we're only just uh, seeing how gratuitous this hit is actually gonna be. It does 35 normal physical damage. So that's going to be 31 normal physical damage. Should do you get another energy for uh, for fainting? Uh, yes, you do. Okay. Fourth injury for giggles, and then that HP should be negative 18. So just one more injury. What? Yeah, because it was 31. Yep. Just one more. And giggles is out. Yes. And it is Charlie's turn. Charlie is going to send out, I think the only chance we're going to have at this here is uh, to send out um, uh, Harry the Absol. So, Harry, come on out. Harry, uh, Harry does attack, does go immediately. Charlie says, uh, Harry, we're going to need you to buy this some time and, and get powered up a little bit. Uh, start, with, start with double team. So, uh, he uses uh, double team. All right. Double team to tab. Balance it out and work through that. Perfect. It is Victoria's turn. I'm just going to have her use Dragon Rage. <laughs> All right. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. 15 for 15. That hits and does 15 damage because it's just pure 15 HP loot loss. Mm -hmm. All right. So it goes and it actually brings up like the... the the frozen claw kind of jerks up and it jerks up the other claw to block it, but then scales come flying off of it. It does 15 damage and it kind of lowers itself and shakes off its arms. Going through that, it's a good solid 15 damage. Alright, 
Nilly, uh, Charlie, can I get another command check, please? Yep. Roll the check first. Come on. That one's a lot better. That's an 11. 11. All right. Uh, Nilly's eyes are wide. Remember, her eyes were taped open. Ooh. The last one. She's still kind of looking around and working with it, but she looks back at you and realizes just for a moment, she's still fighting as if, but just for a moment, she realizes she's not there anymore. She knows what she's doing, but she's still compelled to fire off a psi shot. But at the unfettered. That is a hit, mm -hmm. and she Yay. immediately uh, passes in her dry wafer to add a plus 10, because if she's attacking, she's attacking at max. So that's a plus 10 to the damage, no matter what. Alright. She didn't roll as well as she could have, but she still does 49 psychic special damage. Which, after hitting that... Although, uh, I'm not sure if this makes a difference with the unfettered, but it uh, subtracts from the defense and not the special. Uh, that does not change what the, the amount is, but that is a good note to have. At least not right now, it doesn't change anything. Um, but, okay, so it was, it was 49, I said. Uh, it does 20 psychic special damage. Good job! Way to go, Dilly! You're doing it! You're doing a great job! And so, yeah, she chunks off another huge blast of it. And these blasts are going wild, but that when they're hitting, they're hitting heavily. So it's getting hit. It's working out through that. All right. That means that it is boss's turn. Boss, let's use a karate chop. And I'm going to trade in a spicy wrap. So let me okay. think here. Um, so this, if it's a 14 or higher, it's a critical hit. Because of pumped okay. and the spicy wrap. And it's a 17! That's a critical hit. That's a critical hit. Um, all right. So that's... Double the dice and du double the yeah okay no I I got it I got it don't tell me I know fifty one fighting physical damage fifty one fighting physical damage all right uh, boss comes up with a giant karate chop and the kamo'o activating pain resistance from uh, the taskmaster spins and catches it hey. It gains damage reduction due to its tick amount plus the number of injuries it has. That plus its defense means it takes zero. Hey! So it spun and caught Boss's Karate Chop with one claw, and they stare each other down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Heavy moment. Liliana, what do you do? I am going to... No, I'll just do Astonish again. Okay. I got 17 that time. 17 is a hit and a flinch. 28 ghost physical. 20. So it does zero, mm -hmm. but it flinches in. So you pop up as it's in the middle of this intense stare down with a boss, and it kind of starts back from you and is able to be flinched by that, um, even though like you don't actually manage to damage it. But I just pop up in the middle and wave my hands in its face. Pretty much. All right, uh, Professor Sneeze, what do you do? What do I do? Um, well, the, the weather ball didn't do much, but I am going to use Try Attack, and I'm going to trade in my digestion buff, my dry wafer, uh, okay. which does increase my effect range by one uh, for Try Attack. I'm going to say you don't, you don't have a particular like or dislike, so it's not a plus 10, but it is a plus 5. 
You're a plus five. Um, that's fine. That seems too easy to gain. That's that's exactly what I needed to roll. It's a 16, so uh, it's going to be paralyzed, burned, or frozen. Okay. Um, Uh, Yeah, that does hit still too, so roll for damage. Um, That is burned, and the damage is 40 normal special. 40 normal special, and I rolled a 240 normal special. Alright, that did four normal special damage. The solid hit, and then you see the burn go across it too. So it is burned. So that let me look up what burn does because it changes its uh, combat stages. Yes, it does. I was going to look at that as well because uh, I know it's different than the actual games I thought. It yeah. is. It is a little different. Is it defense, defense instead of attack? Defense stat is lowered by two combat stages. Yeah, that's it. Ooh, okay. We needed that defense down. It does change things a little bit. Until it does whatever the thing that the Gigantamax Pokemon do and, and all the things get reset. <laughs> yeah. Funny you should say that, but um, because <laughs> it is now the Unfettered's turn, and it's still going back from the flinch, but it resets itself, and using the ability Discipline, it cures itself of flinch. (sighs) So, as a free action. So it's still moving, and it rushes in between all of you, because you're all kind of clustered nearby. So it just, it it gets in between you guys, and it slams its its, uh, chest with one of its arms, and there's a gigantic clash of, of scales. It uses clanging scales. Which is a burst one, so it's going for all of you. Hey. So, um, we'll go in order of fastest to slowest, because I'm going to roll accuracy for each of them. Because if I just roll one accuracy, it's either going to be incredibly painful or just ridiculously sad. So, so just as a quick comment here, I was thinking, you know, I could have done something more on my turn. Uh, you know, it's probably not going to be that, not that big of a deal if I were to retcon it. Yeah, it <laughs> might be a big deal. Okay. Mm. All right, so starting with Harry, actually, because Harry's the fastest. Harry gets crit. (laughs) Charlie gets crit. What? Stop. (laughs) Victoria gets crit. Stop. No. Mm -mm. uh, (laughs) The chances of this happening are like getting close to a thousand, one in a thousand right now. What what is? It depends on what the crit range is. Uh, 19 or 20. Okay, 19 or 20. That's So it's a... I rolled two 20s and a 19. Good. That's a one um, in a thousand chance, yeah. Kadabra gets hit, but not crit. Sorry, Nilly gets hit, but not crit. Who's the names? <laughs> Boss gets hit, but not crit. Liliana gets a natural one. Hey! hey. <laughs> and Professor Sneeze gets hit, but not crit. So! Okay, um, let's start with the people who got crit. Because <laughs> this is going to be painful. So that is Harry, Charlie, and Victoria. Yeah. 
Uh, so that did 69 dragon special damage to each of you. To the people who got hit, which is everyone else but Liliana. I'll roll this while you guys do the, the points for that. So Nilly, Boss, and Professor Sneeze. You guys took 43 Ooh. dragon special damage. Still not my favorite. Um, and uh, double team wouldn't have affected that, would it? Double team would not, because it is a crit. However, there was also a natural one in there. So... Boss should have been one who got crit, because he gets a bonus when he gets crit. Yeah, mm -hmm. unfortunately, he was not. I'm going to go to the old standard, so with that clanging scales... Well, let me see if there's actually something better. There really isn't anything... That, that is, I think, as... Yeah. That, that, that's probably as good as it's going to be, so... Uh, Nick, real quick, regarding injuries, uh, if it's at exactly half... That is an injury. And if it was done in one shot, it's two injuries. It's two injuries, yes. Um, and so uh, it does that, but it overextends itself, and it is tripped. So that natural one caused it to basically fall down prone in the midst of you guys. And then how much was the regular damage? Uh, 4-3. Four, 43. Dragon special damage. Hey, nobody gets two injuries, too. Everyone gets two injuries. <sighs> you get two injuries. Is, that, gets two injuries. is everyone still standing from that? Because that's impressive. Yes. Yeah, we're up. Yes. No injuries on my team. Well done, guys. But, but Charlie, Nilly, and Harry all took two injuries. Mm. Oh, no injuries on your team even, Michael? Yep. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. You, guys, you guys tanked that well. Mm-hmm. Boss and I don't even have the greatest defense on my team. I was special defense that it hit. But oh, I missed that. It was that. dragon special damage. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Oh, hold special? On. Okay, hang on. That might actually be a little bit better for Nilly then. Went prone and it lost a tick of HP because it is burned. Yes. Yes. So Nilly actually took no injuries on that. Wow. Alright. Charlie it came out in the wash. Charlie Charlie's the same. Okay. That means that it is Harry's turn. Uh, by the way, by uh, dropping his defense, by burning him, you uh, took eight damage from every single person on the field. Oh. Oh, wow, okay. Because of how clanging scales works. A uh, real quick question, because this is still technically in this uh, spot here. Yes. I have control of Harry. Nilly would be able to do this right now. Um, Harry, uh, in that clinging scales, uh, used a friend guard on Victoria. Okay. That's a free action. So then yeah. Victoria resists it one step further. Yes. So uh, I'll, I'll leave that uh, to Lillian to do the math, yeah, so, since so. she also got crit. Uh, um, you know, in having this happen... Uh, uh, Harry with his, uh, I mean, really, friend guard is a great ability for Harry, but with his natural defensive instincts, uh, as he has tried to do, I mean, just, I mean, it's an absolve. So, basically, uh, yeah, what that means, uh, for, uh, Victoria Liliana is that, uh, Victoria took half as much damage. So would it still be two injuries, though? Most likely not, because you, she took 30, or she took, uh, how much damage did she take that round? It, so it would have uh, been 69 so special... So she took 56, so she actually would have taken 28 damage. 
So yeah, she would have taken no injuries because that was not half of her HP. Nice. Hey, thanks. Nice. Yeah. So much more hit. Okay, um, but that's a free action, so Harry still has his turn. Yep, Harry still has his turn, so uh, Charlie goes, all right, Harry, uh, let's see if we can keep hanging onto this. Go ahead and do, use a swords dance. He kind of stands, kind of hopefully in the back, hopefully trying to be unnoticed by the unfettered, and he does uh, a little dance uh, to get himself amped up and get ready to attack real hard. Okay. Swords dance is good. All right. That means that it is Victoria's turn. No, it is Charlie's turn. Trainers go before Pope. Um, oh. Uh, Charlie, uh, at what he should have done before, again, I'm not sure how much this would have mattered with the crits and whatnot, but, um, uh, Charlie, uh, stares real hard at the, uh, at the Kamo'o, at the Unfettered, and he, what, what does Omen even really look like? <laughs> like, um, trying to think about what, the, you know, and I think Charlie has, doesn't have a really good handle on his Hexmaniac powers yet, um, uh, because he's still really low level in that, but he, uh, looks really hard at the Kamo'o and... Just uh, something pulses from him, uh, which uh, hopefully the unfettered feels and, and understands. And uh, but what does happen is that uh, uh, its accuracy goes down by uh, two points, I believe. Okay, accuracy drops by two, so it kind of shakes with it, works through it. Uh, it's, it's it's dealt with far more than just a simple bad omen in its life. So shrugs past it, but it still affects it. All right, now it is Victoria's turn. You know what? We're just gonna go with Dragon Range again because that's all she's got. <laughs> okay. And I got 14 for accuracy. That hits and does 15 damage. Or uh, loses 15 HP, which is enough to give it another injury. All right, so oh, oh, kind of shakes through it, and you see it kind of get solid. More, even more scales are just falling off of this thing. It's working itself up, but it's going through. Can I get another? Command check from you, Charlie. Absolutely. Uh, we have a 13 on here. 13. Okay. Uh, Nilly is able to. She weathered that pretty well. She's getting the hang of it, but she's still firing off with side shots. That is what concerns uh, her the most. That is absolutely okay. That's actually what we want you to be doing right now. She hits. All right. Does. Forty-three psychic special damage. It's resisted by defense. If, that, if I recall, that's still down two stages. So. Yep. So that did twenty-nine psychic special damage. Which is a good, solid hit. So it's weathering through it, still getting hit pretty heavily, still standing. So Charlie again, still shouting encouragement, knowing that this is a hard thing for her. But Millie, you're you're doing a great job. You're you're contributing. You're uh, you're fighting against this thing. You can do it. You don't need to suffer anymore. Okay. Um, that means that it is now Boss's turn. Alright. Boss, use Seismic Toss! Roll. That should be a really good That's move That's a crit. I don't know if that makes a difference with Seismic Toss. Uh, not on Seismic Toss, but it just means it's okay. a sol- it, it cannot be missed with that. So. Alright. Boss charges forward and grabs this Kamo'o around the waist and does a full leap up, slam down. That's 26 damage, because it, it loses 26 HP, right? Yep, it just loses 26 HP. Just loses 26 HP, which gives it another injury. Yeah. It should be fainted. 
Uh. It should be painted. However, this thing slams one of its claws into the ground and just pushes itself back up onto its feet. Battle isn't over yet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm chuckling to myself because this uh, um, reminds me of the this, uh, cheerleader mechanic. What is this? Um, keep fighting. Mm. Um, your Pokemon or an ally trainer with over one hit point is Zeus. Uh, so basically, if you go to zero HP, uh, your HP goes back to one. So I've just imagined like he's <laughs> the unfettered is like cheering himself on. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> it's, the ta- it's the Taskmaster version of that. Oof. Oh really? Press okay. on. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, he's also he has master level intimidate. If you really want to read what press on does. Yeah. I- so he's intimidating himself into keeping on fighting. Uh, pretty much. He's intimidating <laughs> the world into keeping on fighting. Oh, great. Okay, um, so yeah, he gets, he pushes himself back up to his feet. Liliana, what do you do? We're gonna go in with another razzle-dazzle. Okay. And I got a 15 for that. Right. 15. With, and it's a, it's a, it's a physical. Yeah, goes physical. 15 plus to flank. Yeah. Okay, it does hit. Do you even want me to roll for, for damage? Because it's probably uh, it not It will going. do zero damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so it is flinched after that. That means it is Professor Sneeze's turn. All right. We're going to come back around. Well, yeah, we're going we're gonna to come back around with another weather ball. Because it's still okay. raining, right? It is still raining. Weather ball. Nine to hit. A nine misses. So the weather ball goes firing through and just fires off and misses. Hmm. Right. Pushes itself back up to its feet. And it kind of sets itself. It's flinched, right? Yep. For one of its rounds. Oh, wait, what? Uh, Yeah, it's... You've pushed it beyond zero, which means it gets a second initiative. (laughs) What? What? Yep, so the first initiative, it's flinched. The second initiative, it pushes itself up. Yep, it pu- okay, so, so, sorry. Yeah, it pushes itself up, looks over at boss. Mm-hmm. Just hit it heavily, and it uses dual chop. So that's a double strike move. One crit. Oh, oof. These dice are, I think, loaded because that's a hit. Um, so it hit with both with the double strike, which I need to remind myself what double strike does because it also crit with one of them. And so it gets the damage base and then it doubles the damage base. So, right. Uh, yeah, which is, it, it is better for you, trust me. Okay. Um, I know this, this doesn't sound like it is, but it is. Okay. Because it, it, it uses the lower damage base for the doubling and then it gives you the higher damage base. Okay. Okay, so, okay. And it is a crit, remember. So I know, I know. Okay. So if boss survives this, he's got a plus, he's got 46 attack stat. He's at least taking an injury. Not that much. Not 77 oh. dragon physical damage. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, I think boss is down. Oh, barely. Boss is barely down. Uh, do you did he did he use a move or type? No, he didn't. Nope, nope. Uh, type strategist could have activated. He would be at one HP. 
it, it's only for normal, and he used a normal type move, move when he was at full HP, so. Oh, boss is down. Boss, you did amazing! Yeah, so just went hits and hits and knocked boss flat. Alright, that means that it is Harry's turn. Alright, uh, Harry, I think he's ready to do this. He, uh, um, has the. did the double team, uh, which also, uh, and. We'll have to declare the uh, the use of double team in order to um, improve the accuracy. Yes, you do it before you roll. And the accuracy has no effect on, on critical hits, correct? Or, yeah, it has to be a natural 20, or, or in the natural range. Uh, although with uh, Harry, it's plus one to crits, or it's plus one to crit range, yeah. Yep, and also the attacks that these uses will, uh, will work nicely on this. So, uh... Uh, we're gonna go ahead and use one of those double teams. We want to make sure that this hits. I don't want, don't know what other tricks there are, but we're gonna try and hit this thing as hard as we can. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. You, Charlie may not know this in the heat of the battle. But you said this thing is at one HP, right? No, this thing is at negative HP. Negative HP. Ooh, so it's even easier to catch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harry's gonna roll uh, slash. Okay. And oh uh, yeah, we are gonna use um, use one of the coats of double team. Oh, that's an eighteen. That's a crit. Yes. Yep. Okay, and uh, and also this is going to deal an, uh, this deals one injury on a crit as well. Yep. Ooh, roll critical damage. All right. So that's going to be I roll forty six then. Guys, we're on the other side of the mountain. Are we gonna kill this thing? We're gonna kill this thing. Forty six. Oh no. So yeah, you, you double you double the damage dice. That is a overall very good roll. 16 plus uh, 20 plus 32, is that right? Uh, yes, 16 plus 20 plus... Because if the 46 ended up as 16, then yeah, it should be 16 plus 20 plus 32. So okay. that's 68. Sound, yeah, sounds good. So 68 normal physical damage. <gasps> okay, two things occur. Oh, no. <laughs> In the first place, you deal zero damage. Oh. Because it activates... Pain resistance once again, and because it has it has five injuries, it gets my it gets uh, actually because it has uh, five injuries and it's at negative uh, negative HP, it gets ninety uh, damage resistance. So Holy it God, fully God. tanks your attack. Secondly, because it was hit by that damaging move, it uses deadly gambits, which means it can use a one-target damaging attack with as an interrupt. And the damage of both resolve at the same time. So as you come in with a slash, it swings around with a sky uppercut. And crits. You because you this dice is weighted. Can't kill Harry. Can't kill Harry. <laughs> I, I need to remember that these dice are evil and uh, never to use them unless I am being evil. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Die hard. <laughs> no, I mean something like die easy to me. Like this is seriously not gonna be good. Uh, that did 67 fighting physical damage. Um, reduces to uh 56 fighting physical. It's 28. Thank you. So. Uh, 36 84. minus 84 is negative 48. Gains uh three injury. Oof. We're going to be hanging out at the Pokemon Center for a while after this, guys. As Nick so keenly reminded us in episode 81, 
that the Pokemon Centers can only heal three injuries a day. <laughs> Bribes. So Bribes. Harry just got slammed across the field. And it's standing there as though nothing occurred. Mm. Here he is, or the Kamala? Nope, uh, the uh, Unfettered is. That was Harry's turn. Charlie, what do you do? Uh, cry? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, um, yeah, no, uh, Charlie uh, calls uh, Harry, like, Harry, uh, you're doing a great job. Uh, uh, good effort on this one. Um, let's come on back. Um, and to hopefully deflect some of these, uh, sky uppercuts, uh, a little bit, I and mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens, I mean, we're going up against an archetype, um, Charlie sends out, uh, Hollow, which will at least, uh, not have any fighting attacks, uh, affect it, so, uh, uh, Hollow the Phantom comes out, Hollow the Phantom comes out, perfect, alright, Hollow... As, as, in addition to all of its other abilities, uh, this Kamala also has Scrappy. Ha ha ha. Uh, no, no. He's like, he's like, oh, that's not a bad idea. Let me type that in real quick. The thing is, with, suffer <laughs> with, with, with suffering, I can get away with anything that makes you sad. So... Uh... <laughs> but I'm not that mean. And uh, does that uh, have Hollow go immediately? No, because Harry already took your turn this round. Oh, you're right. I mean, he didn't really, but okay. <laughs> he did. It just, you know, ended poorly. But that means that it is Nilly's turn, so can I get a command check? Yep. Uh, 15. It keeps getting better and better. All right, yeah, so Nilly seeing this and seeing that this is a serious situation is kind of slowly going, okay, this really, really needs to work. Um, do you have another move that you'd like her to use? Or is Psyshock what she's using? Um, she's gonna keep- I mean, this- Psyshock is the perfect move. It's, uh, okay. until she actually gets hit by something else. Yeah. Um, Psyshock is the perfect move because All it's, right. uh, leaning into her special attack, which is her best stat, and hitting, uh, the, um, the Unfettered's, uh, lessened defense. Yeah, she keeps slamming with that then. Alright. That is a miss with Psyshock this time, unfortunately. Um, and so Psyshock again goes scything across. This time it's more focused, it's not as wild, but that also means that the Unfettered is able to dodge to one side out of the way. Boss is fainted. Uh, it is Victoria's turn. We're just gonna do Dragon Rage again. Okay. No, we're not. It's a three. Three. Yes, it is able to dodge again to one side, so the Dragon Rage does not hit. Uh, like I said, boss is fainted, so Liliana, what do you do? Well, I'll do poison powder, I guess. Okay. Roll to hit. 17. A 17 hits. You do that. Throw it, throw a bag of poison directly into its face. <laughs> Alright, we'll just slam it with poison powder, so it is poisoned. Let me see what that lowers, because it also lowers stat. Poison's special defense value is lowered by two combat state. So now its special defense is also lower. And it is poisoned. Right, yep. Can we have a, a real quick, like, out-of-character conversation <laughs> between the, 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 like... So this thing has negative HP and a whole bunch of injuries. Like, I, I'm not... 
entirely convinced that like still beating it down is actually gonna do anything. Like maybe it will. I'm I'm not sure about all all the ins and outs of the of the rules here, so mm-hmm. I I would tend to agree I'm not totally uh, sure. Yeah. So like we might so, not like, defeat it without throwing a Pokeball at it or killing it. Let, yeah. I, I will say this for you guys as the out-of-character thing. Uh, very shortly, this will resolve itself. Oh. I can promise you that. They're going to vote <laughs> against it. Um, but it, right now, it is Professor Sneeze's turn. All right. Well, I'm going to return boss uh, and then say, well, let's... let's Give it a try, Agnes. Come on out. And I send out Agnes, my dino. Okay. At the speed of nine. Agnes. Yes. Good. Speed of nine. <laughs> Thank so, you. So Agnes comes popping out and is in the middle of a thunderstorm. Not that she cares terribly much because she can't see it. <laughs> um, and it just basically has terrible perception altogether. But yeah. But that's okay. Um, so she's going snapping. Can I get a command check from Professor Sneeze? Oh, come on. This is a dino. You're a dino. Um, I, I'm not. <laughs> I, we've gone over this, I feel like. Uh, that's 14. Okay. Uh, Agnes will listen to you. Oh, good. So what it? does Agnes do? Okay. Uh, Agnes, use dragon breath! Uh, and I'm going to trade in her dry wafer which increases okay. the effect range by an additional one. So 14 plus will paralyze. That's an 18! Oh my goodness, I love this die. Um, okay. And let's see. Michael also has a set of the evil dice. Yes. Mm-hmm. These dice are just evil. 28 dragon special. No, uh, 38 dragon special. 38 dragon special. Okay. It once again activates pain resistance to gain 90 damage reduction and uh, ignore the damage, but it is paralyzed. Yeah! Which lowers something. So give, give it the whole status cocktail here. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got a nice uh, a nice big status cocktail on there. So paralysis. Speed stat is lowered by four combat stages. Nice. Very slow now. But um, its initiative is doubled because it is in the negatives. So <gasps> it's still faster than everyone. First, let's see. Okay, um, it still keeps both of its turns because it rolled high enough on paralysis. But, yeah, and so here is what it does. First, it rushes into the middle of you guys and uses its clanging scales. Once again. Oh, it's going for that. Let's go from fastest to slowest. Don't forget it's minus two to accuracy. Yes, thank you. Uh, it hits Charlie, but doesn't crit. Hits Victoria, but doesn't crit. Hits Nilly, but just barely doesn't crit. Crits Liliana. Come on. Hits but doesn't crit Professor Sneeze. Hits but doesn't crit Hollow. And hits but doesn't crit Agnes. So it hits everyone and crits Liliana. This is a dragon type attack, right? This is a dragon type attack. No! Um, Hollow uses Friendly Guard on um, Agnes. Oh! Nice. 
Okay, so you resist it one step further. Cool. Okay, so everyone but Liliana, you take... ...53 dragon special damage. Ooh. Liliana, you take... Fifty-eight dragon special. That's not so bad. You said fifty-eight. Yes, five-eight. That uh, that friend guard really helped, but Agnes is is still quite quite low. Two injuries from that one for Agnes. Who who took injuries in this attack? Uh, Agnes and Sneeze both did. Victoria. Lily. And Liliana. Uh, Professor Sneeze. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, Agnes takes three injuries. Three additional Uh, or three total? No, sorry, one extra. uh, Three total. Uh, Three total, and then uh, she loses uh, 16 HP. You! Because it activates cruelty the normal way. They don't like it. Okay, so everyone figured out what health they're at now? Yep. Yep. And finally, for its second turn, uh, this spins, and it actually spins towards Victoria and swings its tail for a dragon tail at her. It crits with its dragon tail. Oh, snap. These dice are evil, and I kind of like it. Deals 54 dragon physical damage. Or dragon physical and Oh, trip. just regular physical, not special? No, oh, dragon physical, yes. She's at negative 23. Ooh. Okay. So, the people still standing after that are everyone who was out except for Agnes and no, Agnes. Victoria? Agnes is still up. Oh, really? I thought Agnes took more damage. I, I well, if you looked earlier, the uh, calculator that I had was looking off the injured HP, and I just changed it real quick. So okay, okay. So Victoria, the Victoria still went down, but everyone else is still standing. Okay, uh, so all of you are there. The thing just like went went nuts on you, mm-hmm. um, and then it turns and coughs. Huh? One hand reaches up and clutches the spot that got burned earlier. Another hand goes up to its mouth and it coughs again, and then it shudders and collapses in a clash of scales. Mm. The scales all clatter around it in just an enormous pile, and it pushes itself back up untouched. It looks better than when the fight starts. As in, as in the injuries that you saw before, it missing an eye, its arm being, uh, being paralyzed and everything, are gone. This thing looks now like it is, it, it is pristine. It has never been in a battle. It has never been harmed. And it turns Whoa. to you and bows. Congratulations. Huh? You beat the Unfettered Challenge. With an aura active, you could not faint this Pokemon. But oh. it allowed itself to go to the negatives and to continue fighting you. But you brought it to where it would normally be fainted. And so, you beat its challenge. And through suffering, you also freed it from its wounds. 
You're welcome. Well, that was well worth the trip. This is not good for Cole my heart. Danton's voice echoes in the silence at the end of the battle. The Unfettered, the archetype of freedom and suffering, leaps instantly at the sound, regaining the ledge where it stood before in a huge bound. And as subtly as it appeared, it's gone. And the uh, air starts to clear, the clouds start breaking up. Behind it, where it stood, where that where the archetype stood, is the tall, imposing form of Cole Danton. One hand raised towards the leaving archetype. He seems to start saying something, then stops, shaking his head. Come with me, he states and said to the three of you. You've definitely earned something. And he kind of turns and starts walking away. All right. You guys all follow? Follow. All right. Um, after another three hours of hiking, yeah. <laughs> uh, you finally reach your destiny. Hiking with injuries, mind you. Yes, indeed. Uh, you finally reach your destination. The air is frosty and chill, and the sun blazes overhead, lighting everything starkly. Right near the top of the mountain, it's actually about three quarters up, but it's right at like a, a minor peak, is a conical tower of stone, stretching even higher up into the heavens. It stands out, obviously a Chan construction, but at the same time, there's de-artistry evidence. There's nothing so obvious as uncut stone or a natural shape, but rather a sense of belonging, as though the mountain was made for this tower, rather than the other way around. The tower doors, thick slabs of rust-weathered iron, open at your approach, pulled apart by two enormous figures in the scaled robes of Monastery Acolytes. Cold Anton passes by them without comments, but they close ranks as the three of you approach. Prove yourself worthy of entering this sacred training ground. They rumble in unison, their faces hooded. Before you can respond, Cold Anton turns back. They face the unfettered earning the right of full access for one hour. The two forms don't move for a moment, evidently surprised, before moving to either side smoothly to grant you entrance. Yeah, we're with him. Yeah, step aside. The inside of the monastery is a long, cramped tunnel of smooth stone for about 20 feet or so, before finally opening, opening up into a circular-shaped room, strewn with thin mats and various people, all engaged in some form of physical exercise. A few are sparring in hand-to-hand -hand combat, a few are lifting weights, and several more are engaged in various stretching or running exercises. There's a mix of people here. Most are in the uniform of the monastery, those scaled robes in brown, but a few here and there are dressed in more normal workout clothes or even in street clothes. Uh, the figures ignore you as Cold Anton leads you onwards towards another tunnel on the other side of the room, which leads to another staircase. <laughs> Oh, this is quite, quite the hike. I'm not as young as I once was. The ritual of the door repeats at the top of each staircase. <laughs> Two acolytes block your path and ask for your worthiness to continue. Cold Anton speaks, and they let you pass. On the second floor, the arrhythmic clicking of wooden tools joins the pounding of feet and fists. More acolytes, dotted with a few people in regular clo clothing, train here with wooden weapons of various types, either going through complicated forms alone or sparring in partners or groups. After the third floor, you don't see any more people in regular clothes. Everyone here is wearing the scaled robes of the Monastery of the Scaled Fist. The third floor is a sharp difference from the first two floors below in another way. Here, supernatural powers are suddenly on display. Ooh. 
No one on the third floor is engaged in any mock battle. They're all working separately at their various tasks. One man seems to be meditating, the ring of flames around him looking like candlelights, until you notice that there are no candles. Another runs through various martial arts forms while a small potted tree near him eerily mimics his moves with its branches. A woman chants softly to herself, frequently glancing at a thick tome in her hands and stopping to go back on her pronunciation. Uh, bursts of color and sound intermittently flash from various areas within the circular room, underscoring rather than disrupting the odd calm of the place. On the fourth floor, these powers are put into practice. Duos or groups spar barehanded, though many call lightning, fire, or ice to their hands to use it to attack. A few of the battlers use no elemental or occult powers, instead relying on greater power or cunning to keep pace with their foes. On this floor, you see a new variation of the Acolyte's scaled robes. Uh, situated in stations around the perimeter of the room, people wearing light green scaled robes, in contrast to the deep brown of the normal Acolytes, stand by, and piles of medical equipment organized and within re easy reach. The fifth floor looks and sounds like an actual battle. People strike with elemental powers, with steel-edged weapons, with staves that glow with eerie runes, and swords that cast beams of light at their enemies. There are more green-cloaked acolytes here than on the floor below, and they're watching the battle very carefully. Koldanton walks through this battle with a complete lack of concern. <laughs> and the various acolytes almost unconsciously shy away from him, careful not to get within his reach. I'm gonna skirt around the outside. <laughs> Charlie follows Cold Anton. Do you do you stay within his reach or outside of it? Uh, this this what are following distance we've been doing this whole time. So, okay, uh, give me an acrobatics check. All right. Too many one. Oh no. <laughs> oh, it should be okay. Um, it's fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, you take 12 damage. Woof. Go! Okay. Charlie out. Charlie out. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. What, what what kind of damage? Uh, it is typeless and unresistable. Oh, 12, so is like... what you, 12 is what you end up with. Okay. Because you have just enough acrobatic prowess to get out with the skin of your teeth. You're not sure whether you were an obstacle, an enemy, or something else entirely, but the moment you entered the battle when not within Cold Anton's reach, you became part of the battle. Charlie has one HP. <laughs> yep. So you barely managed to make it out. Uh, Liliana, do you follow Charlie or Professor Sneeze? Liliana's gonna see what happened to Charlie, and then just skirt along the outside with Professor Sneeze. Uh, you you think you hear a feminine chuckle for a second, but uh, nothing else occurs. And so both of you follow. Uh, the compared to the other floors, the sixth and final floor is shockingly, echoingly empty. The entire population of the floor consists of three creatures. The first is Koldanton's Salamence, the enormous dragon staring you all down with heavily lidded eyes. The second Pokemon looks much like Trigger, uh, Liliana's Pokemon, except far larger and far more muscular. Hmm. Its two sets of arms are folded over its gigantic chest as it stares down at you. In between the two of them is a large, lithe yellow dragon with thickly muscled arms and legs and large greenish wings. 
The short, blunt horn at the top of its head lowers towards you slightly as it looks down to see you, and the two odd antenna-like stalks at the other side of the horn wave in your direction. Resting on the central dragon's hands is a small stone box, plain and unadorned. Mm. I'm guessing there's going to be some uh, education checks. Rolling it. I could hear the dice rolling. Uh, yeah. Um, 19, Pokemon Ed. Uh, Charlie will, run, will roll the Pokemon Ed here as well. Uh, but I'm sure it won't be nearly as good. It's a... Reroll that one. Nine. Nine. All right. Uh, both of you are able to recognize the Pokemon that looks like Trigger. That is a Machamp. Mm-hmm. A very, a very well-leveled and strong Machamp, but a Machamp for sure. Uh, Professor Sneeze. Excuse me. Professor Sneeze, you are able to recognize the Pokemon in the center. It is a Dragonite, however... Mm. It has been fighting shifted. It is dragon fighting. Hmm. That's fascinating. Fascinating. I'm fascinated. This floor, Cold Anton says finally, turning to face you, is the rightful habitation only of the gym leader and head of the monastery of the Scaled Fist, and his, or her, Pokemon. Access to this top floor is only given to said gym leader. Challengers to the mantle of gym leader. Uh or those who have distinguished themselves in the current gym leader's eyes. He grins suddenly. Fighting the unfettered got you a look at all our floors and let you come up here for an hour. But after the hour's up, I'll have to kick you out. Them's the rules. Or, that's what I would say if I wasn't going to give you this. At his words, the central dragon, the Dragonite, throws Cold Anton the stone box, which he catches with one hand, obviously without looking. Opening it up, he presents to you the Scaled Fist Badge, which depicts, a, which depicts a dragon's claw curled into a tight fist. So what the Scaled Fist Badge does is plus one to your attack combat stages, and so long as this badge is held, your combat stages cannot be lowered. Mm -hmm. oh. With four badges, you're allowed to visit the first floor of the monastery. There are sleeping rooms hidden away in the mountain where you can stay for a bit, as well as a cafeteria. Cold Anton's eyes sparkle. With four badges and the sponsorship of a monastery member, you and your Pokémon can participate in the training offered on that floor, which is more varied than the walkthrough made it seem. However, he sighs a bit theatrically, a monastery member, even the head, can only sponsor two people at a time. If only someone had, say, been watching your progress and reporting back to me so they could sponsor you as well. Stepping out of the shadow of the Salamence, a black-haired woman in what seems to be basic ninja garb appears at uh. the on the side. Uh, she's familiar to Charlie, if only fleetingly. This is the one who poisoned you. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, Liliana and Professor Sneeze have never seen her. I will sponsor her, the woman says, pointing to Liliana. Yeah. She, at least, can walk quietly. <laughs> <laughs> Cold Anton grins again, snapping the now empty box shut. Fine then, I'll sponsor the boys. That's taken care of then, you can stay here and train as long as you like. Yeah. The woman at his side doesn't move, but Cold glances, Cold glances at her for a second before adding, uh, Right, you should probably get healed up. Uh, there's a station on there's a station on the first floor. Follow Agnesa. Agnesa, uh, let them let them follow you, uh, mm. and she'll show you where. Best of luck. We won't go easy on you. 
Oh boy. And I think that's all the time we have for this week. Ugh. Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapstryradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at Podcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll, we'll approve of your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapster Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapsterRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, Freddy Goes to a Podcast, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used on this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. And as always, come join us in our Discord and in our uh, Facebook tap room. We've had a handful of people joining our uh, Discord recently, and we're very happy to have them here. And we want to have more people come and join our conversation. We just had a very interesting conversation about the unused Pokemon types and how you could type shift some to become certain things. I suggested a normal steel Wigglytuff but thought that idea would go over like a lead balloon, so. Ha! <laughs> uh, yes, I am Michael. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. And I'm Lydia, and you can follow me on Twitter at L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. Just so direct. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Behind Your Eyelid. That's Behind Your E-Y-E-L-I. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Mark Smith, Mitch Grabowski, Malachi Corder, Dr. Adeno, Legendary, Alex Abram, Rob, Anneli T, Gregory Lopez, David Harshman, Box Cheese, Froxus, DGZ, Azure Spider, and Nathan Jester. You guys are awesome, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Goodbye. Bye. Next time on Pokemon Rollout. Now initiated into the first floor of the Monastery of the Scaled Fist, the trainers settle in for some training. How will the Monastery train our trainers? Will they be up to the task? And what else will happen during their training period? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollout. That's right, I did that all in one take. Ha! Okay, really, that was the third take, but who's counting? Editing. Paul's gotta do some editing. Paul, get off of Discord. Do some editing. Paul, wake up. You have more editing to do. There's a face. We see you, but we can't hear you. I can't decide which is better, to hear you but not see you, or to see you and not hear you. Which one's better? (laughs) What is the matter with you guys? Wow. Just, this is uh, me telling you guys this because usually if, if a GM says this, then that means that it's not going to happen. But literally, as I was looking at the battle today, I, I shrugged and said to myself, eh, if they get curb stomped, they get curb stomped. So, I found the three types of D&D players in regards to dice.
Uh, it's the halflings. I'll just borrow dice off my friends. Uh, L, five, one to three carefully selected fancy dice sets that I use for everything. And goblins, shiny math rocks make click back sounds. Needs the more, all the more. <laughs> nice. Shiny math rocks. <laughs> we should probably play a game, yes. Before Lydia stacks more things on her head. Or her nose. <laughs> I got the goal that I wanted of the three D6. <laughs> Don't lose a D6. It was on my nose. No! Ah, of course. <laughs> yeah! As you are leaving uh, the canyon, following after Koldanton, Charlie, you notice that uh, the Jengmo'o and Hakamo'o have kind of gathered and are watching Koldanton uh, as he leaves, but one Jengmo'o is kind of slinking off towards the tunnel. Um, so Charlie uh, breaks away from the pack real quick and just kind of runs over to it and, and like kind of kneels down and says, Hey, hey, I saw you uh, in, in your fight there and you had some pretty good moves. You got some things to work on, but I think you can get a lot stronger. I think you can do a lot of really cool things. Now, I don't know if I can necessarily bring you along with me. I'll see what I can, I can do with these guys. But if not, I got a place where there are a whole bunch of friends that you can play with and just have a really good time. Do you want to come be my Pokemon? And I'm gonna roll a charm check on that, which I should have six mm -hmm. four. Ooh, that is good. Uh, Twenty three in charm. All right. The uh, Jingmo kind of looks at you, and kind of looks over your shoulder at the other Jingmo, and looks back at you, and finally just nods. All right. So I, I hand up my, I stick up my hand for a fist bump. It does punch your hand, and since it, uh, it's not a fighting type yet, so it's not as strong as it could have been. <laughs> I, 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 I shake my hand. Uh, I, uh, I, I felt it, uh, but just kind of like. Uh, uh, not, I don't want to say like patronizing him, but be like, ooh, ha, ah, he got me there, nice one. Um, like you, like you do to a little kid. Um, uh, maybe patronizing is the right word. <laughs> but like, ooh, ah, you got me there. And so I, I uh, grab a Pokeball and, and stick it out for, for, uh, it to boot. Alright, it uh, boots it, and congratulations, you've captured a level 25 female. She's a lady. As a complete aside, I enjoy that one of the abilities that uh, the Jengmo O-line can get is called Justified. <laughs> um, in the uh, actual games, if I remember correctly, Justified is if you get hit by a Dark-type move, it boosts your attack. Mm. That is correct. Um, can you remind me um, what level did you say it was? 2-5-25. Five, 25, thank you. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From our fancy to yours.